Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show. So welcome, 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 Johan. How are you doing there? I'm fine. It's a, it's a thank you for having me on your radio channel. It's a bright, shiny winter day here in Sweden. It's very cold, uh, but the sun is up there, so it's nice. Okay, so there are a lot of things in the news about Sweden, and everything is doom and gloom, and you have to be ready for the next war, and you have to have the conscripts here and there. So what is the reality there? Yeah, the media is really pushing these narratives rock hard those days. And uh, of course, Sweden try without letting the people vote or even debate it, uh, go into NATO and uh, it's in the news everywhere. We're going to war. So they try to prepare people for a war that maybe doesn't exist and it's not necessary. It's tough, but it's with uh, many things, the pandemic, climate change, all those things. What about the mentality uh, of the people? You read the news and they say, oh, now the Swedish cities are filled with gangs and now the army has to move in. And, and whenever I think of the Swedish people, I know a few, and uh, they always seem to be more calm than what I can perceive from the media broadcasts. For sure, on many places it's very calm, but uh, it's uh, something true with it also, like... There are, I'm born and raised in Gothenburg, and uh, I've been living in Stockholm as well. There are uh, no-go zones for sure. I rather walk around in, uh, in Harlem than the wrong place outside Stockholm or Gothenburg. That is very funny what you are saying, because I did walk around in Harlem uh, quite a few times, and that was the safest place in New York for me. Exactly. Maybe because of my hair and then so on. But I, I found it funny. And, you know, every second building in some streets are like local churches, small communities. Absolutely. Amazing. And the best burger I ever had in New York. For sure. I've been there. I've been around in Bronx and Harlem as well. And I felt not so threatened and uh, it was not that bad. So, no, but uh, but but Sweden is, uh, it's interesting. We're, Swedish people are really following what the narrative says. Really? We're not so re- rebellious. No, no. But you did have rebellious art. Uh, if I think of Ing- Ingrid Bergman or Ingmar Bergman before that, uh, you had the, the movie Seventh Seal. I mean, these were revolutionary ideas uh, in art that time. And uh, yeah, I don't want to go to ABBA or Ace of Base or these things, all right? So, but <laughs> you did have a lot of great things over there. And it's for me a little bit hard to understand or accept that people can be manipulated into believing something what might not necessarily be the reality if they go out mm-hmm. in the nature. Yeah, absolutely. We have, we have a great nature and that's nice. And But to give an example, there is a lot of protest now from farmer in Europe and everywhere. Sweden yeah. will be the last place where the farmers will actually drive their tractors out of the street even though it's needed here also we are we are also as farmers angry disappointed with the european union with new laws with everything but we don't protest we're we're like mm, it's interesting the road do you think it much. is because yeah. it's a it's a characteristic of your people or is it because 
people are so much compliant and maybe there is a media slash uh, a school system what uh, creates uh, obedient citizens. It might be something like that, but I can clearly see it in the Swedish culture. It's like, I'm not like that. I'm much more rebellious than every second Swedish. You know who was a big rebellious person? A local rock star. People hated him for that. But after he was very accepted? No. Jesus. Gee, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the greatest rebellion that time. But anyhow. So, yeah. uh, nature. You mentioned nature. And uh, to be fair with our listeners and viewers, we I did have some research uh, about some of the things what you and your fellow people do and I found those amazing felt very natural yet including the 21st century somehow having a quaint feeling yet modern so somehow a merge of the technology what we already can have yet respecting the nature and life as it is yeah the nature in Sweden it's it's that that's the reason why 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 I'm still settled down here and why we're creating this Eco Village, where we have our headquarters also. Yeah, we have clean water. We have a lot of wild nature, wild animals. And that is the the best, the good part about Sweden, actually. It sounds amazing. And uh, can we say about it where it is located or it's a big secret? Uh, no, it's absolutely not the secret. It's uh, located uh, in the middle of Värmland, which is north of the big lakes, north of Karlstad. There we have 67 hectares of land and it's an eco-village. Uh, we create a bubble for people that want to leave their normal life in the cities. They want to settle down, but it's quite tough to make it completely alone. Buy your own little plot of land and create everything and have everything yourself. So we have a set of tools, competences, and we have land, uh, <clears throat> we have skills and we share it and that makes it much more easy for people that want and see their future on the countryside but it's tough it's a little bit scary to go out yourself and just settle down somewhere in the forest but if it's other people there that helps you that support you that is social with you then then uh, and then as, I, as uh, I read that you are also sharing this ex experience for shorter terms for one or two or three weeks with people around the world and they can join you they can work at the field they can experience uh, the touch of the soil and your coffee uh, so how does it work yeah but we're we're members at uh, woof which is uh, willing workers on organic farms and we have or also members of Workaway. So people come from two weeks to sometimes, one were supposed to come three weeks. He still lives here, he's from Hungary, after three years. So we don't know if they exit, but they can come and help out. They can learn things. They can learn about organic farming, self-sustainability. They can learn about building things. We built a restaurant and a cafe, and it was actually made by just one that knows how to build. The rest was the girls, that was in the garden and in the autumn they start to build on this restaurant cafe that that is now up, up and running that was for me very impressive to see that people that has never ever had a screwdriver in their hand building a quite nice uh, cafe and restaurant with everything in it there we now invite people that just want to come and walk around and see what we're doing uh, <clears throat> so they can come and have a cup of coffee, eat our 
local bread that we have we have grown the grains and stuff like that they do uh, look awesome what, your your buildings look awesome and uh, bright and clean uh well uh you know isn't it the reality of the people that we should together as a smaller collective maybe a few villages around or farms to help each other to build each other's building you know share the labor and uh, this way we could uh, have an easier harvest an easier construction and we can help out each other and we can work out our differences throughout uh, you know building and constructing and harvesting and somehow having a shared life experience instead of alienation Absolutely, but that is how we have done it for hundreds and thousands of years until 150-200 years ago. Then it started to change all of a sudden. Uh, if we just take uh, 50 years ago, when when uh, my parents grew up, 19 out of 20 school kids could grow potatoes. If you line up 20 school kids now, there is not one out of 20 that can grow potatoes. That is very interesting because even in an yeah. apartment front, you can raise uh, strawberries if you pay attention how to. Absolutely. But something has happened the last hundred years. We have been separated from how we create our food. We have been separated from the knowledge, how to do our firewood, how to build, how to repair things. Why Kids do you now, think they it cannot is? even climb a tree. Why do you it think it is that, when, that people are now, uh, when my kids are roaming uh, in the city parks and they're climbing trees and then people are calling uh, out from the windows, hey, we are calling the police. Uh, and they said, okay, yeah. let's call the police together. Is it not allowed to climb a tree? It is allowed to climb a tree. Yeah. 30 years ago, the only thing that kids could do was climbing trees. Now it's, now it's suspicious if they climb a tree or if, you're, if you see a kid up in a tree three meters up, then you call the police. Yeah, but so, why do you think people are giving up their right to connect where they are literally coming from? Yeah, but uh, I, I don't think we do it by free will, but we are put into a school system and we are shaped very hard with the school system and by the side of the school system, we're extremely shaped by the media. The media repeat the same thing, no matter what channel, if it's not alternative media. They say the same thing about, it might be uh, if you're going to take a vaccine for a so-called deadly flu, uh, or if the, the enemy is this and that country, having a war at that country. It's in the school, and then it's in the news, and then it's in the school, and then it's in the news, and then it, it is the truth. For people. What is very interesting that now we are mostly banned to have our children homeschooled. In most of the countries, you are not allowed to. And Absolutely. Uh, even if you have Guess your why. kids in Waldorf or Montessori, my kids going to those schools, you know. Uh, the, 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 there is this huge effect, what you are saying, too. Uh, what I do not get it, that how come that we, you and I, we understand this. I think millions, tens of millions of people are, get it that it is not right. They want a difference. And online, we can meet up. Maybe a few of us can meet in person too. But generally speaking, it doesn't make a dent in the, in the way of societies these days. Or it feels like. 
uh, before our recording, you mentioned that we had a few uh, years before with a big uh, spiritual backlash, which was very, um, well, very dark, let's be honest. It was very dark. And uh, I don't know if it was enough dark to get to the light right now, because I am not a doomsdayer, but whenever I look around, it's very challenging to see hope. I can see hope when we are talking about great food that you can share with the people because most people in Europe, in America, can't visit your farm because of life. But you can send them a certain thing from your farm, from your company. And we will talk about that too. Uh, so, and you can help them out to live a healthier life. You have a healthier body, you have a healthier mindset, you, you, you have a, more peaceful mind between your body, your soul, and your and and your mind, and then you can have a better interaction with people, and then you can create a better life all around you. So maybe this is the way mm. how we can avoid war with Russia or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, that's true. It's also like this that society today um, forces us to work eight hours per day, which gives us a very small amount of time for reflecting, meditating, being spiritual, being in the nature, dancing with each other, massaging each other. We don't have the energy, we don't have the time. We have the time to go to work, start the work eight, be ready five, go home to your apartment, and in the end of the month you have money so you can exactly pay for your the rent for the apartment and for some food and stuff like that. So it's like it spins around and you have a few weeks of vacation and then life goes and then all of a sudden you're 65 and you hear that, oh, you're going to work until you're 70 now because the money is gone anyway that they promised you. So this project here, we believe that you should not work more than four hours per day. If we do it together, if we live for free in the house that we create, if we grow our food, you don't need to put in that amount of work. That is actually the the big foundation of the Sunome Eco Village project. Mm, that sounds so you interesting. Have time for, sounds interesting. So you have time for sitting in the evening. We have a massage afternoon instead of working. We have a massage circle. Oh, that's great. Or we great. have spiritual talk. Or we dance with each other. Like You do dancing, you do campfire dancing and, and this natural movements. Or, or a fire walk. We make a fire next to the lake and then we walk over the the fire and bait. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever. The, the point is that in society, you're locked into working so much, you don't have time to either think, meditate or hang out so much. It's weekends. But then, of course, you go to the pub and you drink with your friends and then you're a little bit drunk. And then when you wake up, you just put on the TV and look a little bit more at the news and eat a, eat a pizza and then it's Monday again. That's not maybe what people uh, wish their soul want to do their whole life. But we're sort of the society, the setup is now done. So that is what where people, what people have to do. I mean, if I heard some sheep here and I put up their fence, they have to walk inside those fence. And the whole society is a lot about soft fences, what we can do and what we cannot do. All of a sudden there is a pandemic and they say, yes, those who have taken a so-called vaccine for this can travel from here to there. It's it's not a physical fence, but it is a fence there. And, and and you cannot you cannot hang out. You cannot say hello to your grandpa because maybe he dies. Uh, those things we didn't buy into so much here. So 
In the winters, there used to be a little bit fewer people on Sunomeko village, since people are coming here in the summer, being a part of the garden. But those two winters, the first two winters of uh, this corona thing, it was crowded. We couldn't sit around the table because people didn't want to travel back to Netherlands and sit inside, locked in, or to London or to Germany. I can understand that. Sweden was a little bit more accepting, yeah. It might sound weird, and it's. I don't want to be insensitive, but for me, this kind of when the first lockdowns came, that was the best period uh, for me with my kids. You know why? Because finally the traffic stopped. Finally, I could breathe, and we spent so much time with hikings and in the nature. We always had a reason why we were outside. You know, we always exactly. came up, so, and we were never stopped to be honest. So, and and we we barely were, uh, lived indoor. You know, it was the best time, and uh, they could be homeschooled and whatever. So it was so easy. And so, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yes, of course, uh, you lose your business, you you lose your connections, and when when mm-hmm. when you dare to when you dare to question the official narrative, or just pointing out that hey, if something is so much pushed down on your throat, probably there might be an agenda behind that because this is what history has been proving to us in so many times. Uh, people are just uh, not befriending you anymore. And it's okay because then you know that they were not your friends or before, but just it's hard to build back from there. Um, you know, uh, I, I want to ask you about uh, your business and uh, not that I don't uh, like uh, what you're saying, but because I think it is important for people to know that now when they can order anything online, uh, whatever company, you know, rich companies, this Amazon, wherever, they can choose real things what are not greenwashed, what are not fake, what are not powdered with uh, uh, toxic chemicals like from China or wherever, you know, and, and it can be reliable. Uh, so you have these probiotics, right? The probiotics that I've been working with for 15 years almost now has been the engine to start this project. Without the probiotics, without the help of the living probiotics that we use with, I couldn't have done this uh, organic farm settled down for others on the countryside because the some money that that it has given has been used just for this project so far. Uh, So it has been a great help. Uh, uh, Our brand ProBioform has helped me and Ole Magnus and uh, Actually, the rest that absolutely doesn't work with ProBioform to settle down here. And it has also a connection because the ProBioform, the, the probiotic that we, we work with, it is a copy of the probiotic that we have from nature. Uh, 150, 200 years ago, there was not a single probiotic brand on the market. It didn't exist. And it was not so needed also uh, because we ate mostly organic food and we ate a lot of fresh food and we didn't eat so clean food and we didn't eat food with a lot of pesticides on it yes and you had a better gut health nowadays uh, I, even the mainstream media is saying that hey your gut health is linked to your depression there is no strict brain body barrier you have to whatever is happening to you uh, well christian said it for many years that look 
you are what you eat. Basically, that's what you're saying. And yes. uh, yeah, people are exaggerating this to there. But, but if you have a healthy life, you mentioned dirtiness. Now people are having uh, this uh, thing that I personally like cleaning my hand uh, wherever I touch a handle on a bus or when we sit on a plane or a train, we clean the seats because they, nobody cleans that, you know. So we have these wet wipes mm. at least to do something. But I don't have a problem with my kids pulling out a carrot, uh, washing at the, you know, at the tap in the garden, uh, and they eat as it is. I because that's normal to eat like that, and I don't have problem when uh, I boil a potato, you know, and it's not necessarily already peeled and frozen and refurbished or whatever. Exactly, exactly, and and it's also like still today. Uh, kids that grows up in Kenya or Tanzania, they have far better uh, microbiome that we have in Western society or up north. Uh, it has to do with the climate, uh, partly, but also they cannot live as clean as we do. They have to eat much more locally produced from their own garden because there is not provided. To, they, they don't have the money to go to the shop to buy some frozen pre-cut wedges sprayed with antibiotics. <laughs> uh, so they have to eat a little bit better when it comes to the probiotic situation. I mean, maybe they don't have enough all the time, but uh, the quality is from this perspective better. And they have maybe three times better microbiome, a 13-year-old kid from Kenya, than a 13-year-old kid from London. They have actually measured this. Uh, they also measured uh, kids that lived in a family with dogs, and they had twice as good if they lived in London, for example, than those without dogs. That's so very interesting. <laughs> so, so basically, you are saying that our body needs to have a constant uh, life with protection. Our immune system needs to be triggered uh, to some extent. Absolutely. And uh, uh, you have uh, you have a few kids. I know that, and they are grown up. But you probably remember when they were six, seven months, and they start to sit up. At the same time, they start to put all things they find in their mouth. Of course. No matter if you wanted it or not. They put stones and uh, uh, worms or whatever, soil, dirt, everything goes into the mouth. And that gives them a big variety of bacteria. Some actually can be harmful bacteria, but a lot of good bacteria. Yeah. And a lot of so-called soil-based soil -based bacterias that is babysitting the other bacteria. That's what we're missing most in today's society. Yeah, uh, the, yeah the, I mean... The thing that makes your... If you go out and lay down on the lawn, it doesn't smell bad. It's like wearing neutral, you can put your nose against the ground, it's no bad smell, it's not dangerous, because there is something that keeps the balance of the bacteria there. You can find places where bacteria goes bananas. It's mostly on restaurants and hospitals, sadly. Oh, Because we yes. clean a lot there. <laughs> Oh, yes. And those babysitting bacteria that your kids was putting into their mouth, the soil-based bacteria, they are not there for us so much anymore. And that has created, a, you can say, this is a pandemic, a gut health pandemic that has been the last 50 years. People have started to have constipation, slow bowel movement. They have started to have Crohn's, IBS, all kind of bloating, all kind of problems with their digestions. There is not an animal on this planet that has those problems. It's just humans. So it must be something with how we live our life 
the last hundred years. Isn't, isn't it related to the industrial agriculture? I mean, we did have uh, bigger farms and always, you know, the so-called kings or lords, or they always, or barons, took away the lands. You mentioned London. In England, uh, when the first industrial revolution happened, nobody wanted to move to the cities to work with the machines. So they forced the people out of their houses. Look what happened in the last couple of years and what is going to continue to happen if people don't stand up. Uh, you mentioned this uh, um, uh, microbacteria, which are not, necessarily are anymore. I, I think I read uh, a couple of years ago that in France and in Germany, majority of the soil uh, does not contain anymore any useful uh, microbiomes. And uh, 60% of the U.S. landscape also the same story. And uh, it was way before it started but they said uh, that there is the so-called black gold soil, and this black gold soil was in Ukraine and in Russia. And it was this research was way before then all these stupid things are happening. Now started to happen, mm. and uh, I, I can't help but wonder. What if this whole thing is about that? That look, Germany ran out of land. Doesn't mind how much fertilizers you put there; it is not working because you ruined it. It is not coming back. It had thousands of years to grow that soil, that microbiome. It's not there anymore. And what you do uh, with mm. your industrial agriculture, with your fake food, because corn, modified corn is fake food and many other things are not right for the people. And, um, and I, I had this feeling at that time before the so-called war started out, that uh, maybe there are certain interests that they want the last one of the last land to be taken away, and to very but it's a very same way the north northern passage that now the ice uh, the north the Arctic ice is melting more that there is a big gold rush for the soil what is happening in Greenland or you know the mine so I think it's kind of similar but turning back to this uh, what you're saying we don't have a patch of land at least to maintain our own house as a family. We used to have at least a patch of land. Even in the dark middle mm. ages, everybody had a patch of land to have their own, now we say kitchen veggies or whatever. And, and that was enough. And, and yes, you had to work five, six, maybe 10 days for your Lord. That was your taxation that time, unless there was mm. a war. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, but then you were left being alone. So, Hmm. Uh, I feel you mentioned this kind of soft, uh, soft fancies. I feel whenever I look at uh, you mentioned London, uh, but it's true to Manhattan. Wherever you go to, it, especially in China, if you look at, it's like prisons. The apartment houses are like prisons with doors, what you can still open from the indoor. But look what happened just like two years ago, three years ago. You couldn't. You were not allowed to uh, open your prison door anymore. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> to connect a little bit to uh, Ukraine and the black soil there and uh, the culture that was in Russia or is in Russia and Ukraine is the Dacha culture, which is actually a plot of land that, that is much more common than in the West. And they, they do a lot of more of their food in the Dachas, which is very good thing. I think uh, eight one percent of the potatoes in Russia is produced organically on Dutchas. Mm. Old women that has their 
four or five thousand square meters a plot outside the cities. It's big villages of dachas. You can research it. <coughs> uh, it's also in Ukraine. Uh, there they have really good soil uh, for different reasons, uh, the ice age and <coughs> things like that. But uh, and they have been. But the culture here is more that we go like the European Union into mega farms, big farms with dead soil. And when you have a dead soil, you, you kill basically the microbiome in the soil by spraying it with pesticides and such fungicides uh, to get rid of fungi on oat or whatever. You can control the farmer since the soil is not giving anything without putting on those artificial fertilizers. The, uh, then they are still weak, so you need to spray them with this and that. You're in a moment 22, a catch 22 actually. So, but you can control the whole food source since they need artificial fertilizer made out of phosphor. Phosphor, it's now, uh, that's why we're in Afghanistan. Many big phosphor. Uh, uh, sources is there for example you need electricity and oil to to give the nitrogen into the artificial fertilizer and you need the whole chemical industry to do the rest and if the farmers doesn't get this or pay for this whatever the company wants to sell it the big companies want to sell it the oil companies then they cannot produce anything I think we have a situation in Ukraine where the soil is extremely potent but since 2014 they have rolled out big amount of pesticides and the Western way of farming. Same how they destroyed the whole farming culture in China, which fed 700 million people organically, 1955. It's now mega farms. The pigs, they live in blockhouses, 22 stories high, and it's there. It's our Western way of killing the soil and take control over the food production so the big companies control it with their chemicals and their fertilizers. It's very challenging not to think that there is a spiritual agenda behind it, that after the Cold War we had a freedom, we had the widespread internet, especially the beginning, not the social media version. But, the, but, the, but when we had the first batch of that, uh, when we had smaller communities on the internet in the, you know, where we have, uh, in the late 90s and so on. Uh, and we had free flow of information, the good ones. People didn't want to go uh, to the extreme bad with every, anything. Uh, and it was amazing. And now it feels there's like a, a backslash that, hey, why do you want to go free? I mean, we want to own you. You, We want to get rid of you. We want to recreate you as soil and green. We want you to get rid of, because you are the carbon, but we want to get rid of. It feels like, uh, and I know that not everybody agrees that there is a spiritual part of life, but it is. I mean, even now, not just to flesh are talking, but there is something what uh, medical science cannot literally explain in books. So there is a spiritual frequency. Uh, even with the, with the uh, plants, there were researches uh, when the scientists could measure that there was a kind of scream from a plant when the, uh, and the given uh, scientist entered and wanted to break uh, a piece of the leaf from that uh, uh, plant. And uh, it was in interesting. Everything has a soul. You mentioned the dogs. They have a kind of instinct uh, level soul or even beyond that. We have that. And now it feels that uh, uh, 
food is it's a very communist way if you control food you control the people it's a communist playbook it's it's absolutely communist playbook it did happen we mentioned ukraine it did happen during the holodomor people like the uh, even the new york times is denying that they got the Pulitzer to 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 get uh, rid of from the news that thing. But actually, fifty million people, more than fifty, died out of that uh, because they mm. decided now from now on we will have this. From now on we will have that. The Lake Aral, uh, you remember that that was the fourth largest sweetwater lake in on Earth. It's gone because they mm. thought, okay, from now on we will have cotton fields here, which is just stupid. Mm. Not like the nature does. And uh, um, you mentioned these uh, pig farms uh, the, uh, in houses. Uh, it, there is Yakutsk in Siberia, you know, Yakutsk land. And uh, uh, it's like minus 50 usually, you know, in Celsius, the, uh, whether it's there or even lower. But they have cattle. They have cheese. But how they do it in bars and still in the south, how they do it, it's amazing. There are more and more uh, channels uh, on even on YouTube, which is a very, very censored place to go to. But more and more farms and individual places show that, look, this is how we live. Uh, people in families, in cabins with little children in Norway, in Sweden, in Finland, you can check them out, of course, in America, it's always like that. But uh, even in Siberia, and you can make a living. It's it's a happy life. But you don't see you don't see the latest Lamborghinis there. You don't see the latest talent shows there. You don't see the fast fashion clothes there. You see the the peace, the the calmness, and to be fair, the 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 way how they look. They don't look sick. They don't feel weak. They don't feel abandoned. They don't, these people who are living in the countryside, you are one of them. You don't look somebody who is isolated. You don't look who uh, is feeling uh, unwanted in a society. You mentioned pubs. People don't go to pubs to get drunk uh, if they are beloved in a community. They may go there to feel good, but not for the reason to... Um, maybe the modern day pops now, the streaming services, people are mindlessly watching, binge watching, binge listening things because they just want not to feel. Because somehow that spiritual burden, what is pushed on us through the food, the fake food, the ultra processed food, or what has nothing. If you buy something and it does not uh, go bad in a day, if you buy a meat, you leave it out, and in two days it's still not rotting, that's a bad meat. Something is odd. If you buy something and your cat doesn't want to taste it, probably there's a problem with that. Yeah, um, You can make your pizza at home. You can create your own cheese at home. Even in an apartment flat, you can do that. You have to go to great lengths. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned the farm protests. Uh, I do not understand this one. Why people are not voting with their wallets? Because, yeah, it takes... It, it's really painful, but you can do that even in this bigger city to go and f- f- buy directly from the farm. Maybe you you have to carry a lot. Maybe it's not that practical to go to the latest Walmart or Tesco or wherever you want to go. But um, still, you can have real food, real milk. And and what I figured out uh, is that when you have real food, you eat less. 
mm. also. So, and maybe that's also why it's not obese. So I don't know what, what, what you experience with the people around, but you were talking about the real milk and that's very interesting. I think it's forbidden both in US and in European Union to sell raw milk. Yeah. So raw milk is actually milk with a intact probiotic culture from the cow in it. That is what we were drinking before. That's why we didn't have the digestive issues. So we were drinking milk full of probiotic because also breast milk of humans gives the first probiotic culture to the kids here. So now it has to be pasteurized and, uh, and homogene milk. And you're not allowed to buy from the farmer. Both EU and US has those laws. Why? And that is partly why we work with the probiotic because our microbiome is a little bit depleted uh, from having every day, every meal, a little bit of uh, probiotic that enters it so it can uh, leave, leave it after 24 hours. That math is now a little bit fucked up because uh, if you take a bite on an apple now, you buy it on 7-Eleven, it's a Granny Smith apple, it's sprayed with 17 different pesticides designed to kill bugs, bacteria, or whatever. No matter if you have chewed on it and it comes down in your digestive tract, it continues with that work. Those pesticides are completely not natural on the planet. We have created them in laboratory. They, instead of, if you took that bite on an apple eight years ago in your garden, the apple contained 0.0025 grams of good bacteria. So they enter your digestive tract and after 15 minutes, they are twice as many. And after 15 minutes in, again, they are twice as many again. And after 24 hours, it's billions out of those maybe 500,000 bacteria that was on the apple piece that you ate. And that gives you the opportunity to go to the toilet and poop out a huge amount of bacteria that becomes a fertilizer. Yes, for the soil. this is this is how even even Koreans broke it up with their own hands, the metabolic output, uh, and they, this is yeah. how they and it was not a problem for them uh, in, uh, in in even in poverty, and they could create uh, rice or sweet potato or whatever what they were planting, and uh, despite being poor, they could have something to make for themselves. Um, uh, apple is interesting. My kids eat three to four kilograms of apple a day, and uh, oh, and, that's uh, a lot. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. Sometimes you can find good apples, you know. Uh, but uh, where you where we go and buy because we don't go to a farmers market or whatever um, apples from shops. Oh, there's a problem, not just a taste, but uh, somehow it feels bad. Even if you squeeze them and you want to drink it, I have a very upset belly right after that. It shouldn't be. It it feels like it is uh, not ready to consume or something is wrong with that. And the same way, I, I we make our own bread here, you know, every day. And it takes like 24 hours or even more to have the right uh, biotics to be produced before you start to create a dough with whatever. And uh, it's funny, but because we, we, we here somehow can have, um, if we are very smart, we can have real, real milk. Yeah. And it's yeah, always different. Nice. It's always different. And uh, even if you make cocoa, it's, it's much different. Um, hmm. what, uh, what is the difference between 
prebiotics and probiotics, because usually we hear about the probiotics, but I also know that there are prebiotics and they are also good. And why do you suggest to have probiotics and can we or should we have prebiotics as well? Prebiotics, if you explain it simple, it's just good food for probiotic bacteria. So it feeds the, the good bacteria, which makes it more easy for them to populate. Like if you take a Jerusalem artichoke, it has foods, the best food for good bacteria, as you can say. Uh, so if you have an already sort of balanced and good microbiome, it's just very good to eat a lot of prebiotic. But if it's in, not in balance, and there is part of it that is uh, too many of bacteria that is harmful for us, they might also be fed. And then it is not a prebiotic. Then it's sugar for bad bacteria, and it can accelerate uh, populations of bacteria that we don't want so much. And the reason why there is not a balance is because we have stopped to eat like we did before, where we had those, what I talked about in the beginning, soil-based organism that keeps the control when you're out on your lawn. I told you there is endless amount of bacteria around it, but there is no imbalances. The bacteria that controls and suppress and dominate other bacteria to behave. Most of bacteria, they are like kids and they like sugar, prebiotics or whatever sugar. And if you have 300 kids and you let them go into a kindergarten and you put one ton of candy in the middle, it will be a mess. If there is 10 or 20 teachers there that they says you take 10 and you take 15 and they, it will be in order. But without the, teach, the, the teachers or the adults, it will not be in order. That's that a very good example. In That's a very good example. In our microbiome, is we're missing a lot of those adult bacteria. That's why we have the probioform. It's packed with soil-based organisms that your kids in the beginning has that keeps a balance in your gut. And if you look at all animals, they have the right amount of soil-based organism in their digestive tract. But all animals, they are also living in balance with the nature mm. and in balance with themselves. Yes. But humanity is the only thing that has gone completely out of track when it comes to balance with other humans or with nature. Yes. And what we're lacking is those small creatures that creates the balance in the nature that we have inside and they send out small messages to be in balance. Yeah. That was actually one of my first experience when I start to drink probiotic for myself. Mm. I start to see imbalances in my own life and around me because those creatures, they helped me to, to see it more clear because they were in my system in a bigger number. And they are there in every human, but it's the amount. Mm. I mean, if you have 100 kids on a preschool and just one teacher, it will be a problem for that teacher to take care of 100 kids. But if it's 10, then it's okay. That's the right amount. You know, it is a little bit uh, similar to what the Buddhists say about decluttering. Uh, when you have a wardrobe with clothes and you haven't worn uh, clothes for six months, let's say, then uh, you mm -hmm. should donate those clothes because you don't need them. This is what it's Absolutely. very good to do with you have your phone and then uh, you say, okay, so unless it is work-related, so who are the people who haven't called me in the last six months for no reason? without wanting anything mm -hmm. from me. And if you have five people, you should get rid of those five people's number because they just wanted to take advantage of you. They are not interested mm. in you. And uh, this is what people do not like doing. 
because uh, then they would feel more alone, it's more real that, oh my God, what would I be if I do, wouldn't have this clutter? Why, why we don't share, let's say, um, books, like libraries. I know it's a, it's a very illicit word. It's a heretic word, mentioning library mm. and books with paper, paper made of hemp. I know it is absolutely uh, 21st century rebellious so to read and not from digital things. Streaming these days are the second largest uh, polluters. So owning nothing destroys Earth more. Even if you so-called buy something on a streaming service, game, book, whatever, it is not yours because they have a right to take it off from your device. You can't uh, give it yes. a song. One of my best experience was when I lived in Switzerland many, many years ago. And uh, and I met a fantastic engineer, you know, who fixed the whole village's uh, electricity. There was a local uh, stream and he invented uh, some uh, some engineer thing that's why they produced some little power plant okay that was the point uh, but he was the most proud of to own a 700 years old house you know multi-generation 700 years old house and the furnitures inside were still a couple of hundred years old you know, and they could, and said, nice. this is the way, and said, he showed me around, he was so proud of that, and I said, this is the way, because, uh, don't get me wrong, yes, of course, to have Yisk or Ikea or whatever, but it is not something what you could do uh, for, for everybody. Yes, it is good to have something uh, emergency, what we need, but unless we had kefir, for example, I, I drink that every day. Uh, unless we have real thing, unless we re- get real dirty, like like physically, physically we have to get dirty. Hmm. The, and the, when I say dirty, I'm not talking about uh, you know uh, get dirty with oil at the car manufacturing company. That's not the one what I'm talking about. Then uh, because there is a good dirtiness and the bad dirtiness. Uh, when hmm. whenever there is this city life, and you just don't want to sit even on a bench because you feel. That's not the right dirt. But being muddy at a no. hike, it's okay. Drinking from a, mm-hmm. a well um, in a, uh, during, in, a, in a hill, it is beautiful. Somehow, and I want to ask you about this because uh, and your land, um, your or, uh, organic farmland, that uh, when we go, we like hiking, and when we even bring water from the mountains to us, with, with us to the city, and they feel amazing. You feel fresh. Even, uh, but no matter what kind of so-called clean water I have in a city, immediately I feel bloated. And physically, I am a slim guy. I um, I don't think I'm fat because. And, but immediately I look. Even physically, like I see that my my body is bloating up. Even I drink, and that doesn't matter what I do. It wasn't like this when I grew up. There were city taps uh, on the streets. It wasn't like that. Now it is like that. So I saw on the videos and the photos. We have a big lake there over there. So is there a pollution? People say that now 98% of the Earth's um, 
water reserves are polluted with microplastics. This comes from the air. It kills everything. So you 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 water your plants if you need to. It, those beautiful, those cauliflowers, um, whatever, I don't even remember. Those look huge, big, without pesticides, as you said. So uh, how much do you think it is related to the water? We were talking about the bacteria. We are told that we are more bacteria than humans. Our body weight is more bacteria than, than muscles. We have more bacteria than cells, yeah. yes. And, uh, and, and I think, and, and we are also, our cells uh, love so-called water. Yeah, so it's, so mm. I, I was wondering whether, whether you have a different experience at your farms and at your production company that uh, uh, with, with water and, and things like that. One reason for settle down here was that it's actually connected to water that is so clean. So when we, we have been sitting in the sauna or just walk into the water, we drink at the same time. We drink from the lake. We just swim out and drink, no problem. What? And, and of course. Really? Yes, of course. And that was the only thing you did 100 years ago. There was no other water from the commune or from the city. That's amazing. Uh, today, uh, they take it to something that they call, uh, like, where they say they clean the water. But mostly that is adding, for example, fluoride and chloride to the water. Oh, yes. And, of course, we circulate all kind of chemicals, like one is that has been very common since 1995 is triclosan, which is in all deodorants, in all toothpastes, now Colgate, you can read on all packages, it's triclosan in it, which is extremely toxic. And it's also making uh, whatever uh, yeah. host it is in, infertile. And that is in the water. But so when you drink water, you drink uh, all kind of crap. You, but, but they add fluoride to the water at many places. And that is anti-probiotic. The triclosan is anti-probiotic. That's why they spray it in more than shoes. They say it's anti-odeur shoes. It's anti-odeur training cloth you buy. It's in your in your armpit because you take a deodorant that is long, 24 hours, something very good. But that is toxic chemicals that kills bacteria. And it doesn't choose what bacteria to kill. No matter if it's a bacteria that creates some smell in your armpit or if it's a good bacteria. And you drink it when you drink the drinking water since we our wastewater system, and that's also, it would have taken a long time to explain, but uh, our goal is to show that we need to make uh, other sort of wastewater system. We cannot uh, just flush out our pee and our poo uh, with chemicals in the lakes and the seas and over-fertilize them and under-fertilize our field. That also makes us dependent upon the big companies to buy their artificial fertilizer. If you eat a kilo of carrot, you create poop, uh, for one and a half kilo of new carrots for the nature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but now we're killing the lakes and the <laughs> the rivers and the sea with and over fertilize it, and we under fertilize our field. So we're out of balance. We're not thinking. We're not doing smart things. And do you think we are allowing this as as a message, as majority of the people? Do we allow this to happen? because our mind is too weak to think straight because our body is already weakened. I think uh, what I talked about before, that we don't really have time because we think about how to earn the money 
to pay our bill and our debts to the bank. And because we want to pay for the, we have to pay for staying warm. We have to pay for eating food. We have to pay for for the roof over our head. So that that takes up, and then you. We, we watch the media and we're indoctrinated with whatever, how life is going to be beside. Yeah, we're going to that trip to Thailand. We're going to do that. Yeah, we buy this new golf set here and we go and play golf because that's what you can do if you have some extra hours over if you're successful, for example. Mm. So there is not so much time to think about the basic things in life. But how come? I mean, and, I mean uh, uh, for, for us, for example, here, we have routines when we have the the bad time we pray we sing songs together here and uh, the, mm. we, we don't only do it when we go to the nature we, we do it in a city too uh, we do the heretic mm-hmm. thing that yeah. we have a little short prayer even when we are at the school we can't do that but i know i know and it sounds crazy that uh, even in Birmingham and now in the USA also, that uh, even London night was like other day. If you pray on a public street, you know, at a pavement silently, mm. then you are taken by the police because how did you dare to commit a salt crime? And uh, without mm. being religious, prayers, meditations, or even listening to the good classical music, or just laying down in mm. a meadow. It's all about changing your inner frequency and your thoughts to get rid of the bad internal things and to embrace different vibrations. Uh, there were a lot of researches. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you know even more about this than I myself, that if you play uh, classical music to certain plants, they grow better. So there is, it's the same goes with, uh, with cats or everything is more, much smoother. You can change the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm mentioning these things is that because it takes time. I, when I'm very, very, very hungry, I don't start eating. I start praying and I meditate at how that food at the parts of the food is being produced. I go through, it's like a visualization, you know, and my mm. hunger, despite I haven't, I had intermittent fasting or whatever, uh, my hunger is gone by the time I eat. So I mm. am not uh, the slave of my hunger anymore. And then I am hmm. in control. And what I, all this I'm saying is an example that despite the very difficult and challenging life schedule you mentioned also, you can find these packets when you can get back your control. Hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I, it's interesting what you're saying. Uh, I, I, I always see it from the perspective of the bacteria and the, you were talking about the chanting and the music and the meditation and that is all energy nice music is nice energy if you have 100 kids and you play the worst music ever on high volume guess how they will react uh, but all kind of emotions sensitive bacteria they, they are sensitive to it have you noticed if you get afraid very fast your whole belly retracting and it feels like someone has punched you in the belly when you get very afraid fast yes how is it possible it's two kilos of microbiome that you're host for them. They are living and they are intelligent. They notice that you, their host, is afraid. If it was 3,000 years ago, maybe it was a tiger behind the corner and you might end up dead. They want to protect you. They want to help you. So that's why you feel that feeling. If you play good music for a plant, you, pay, you play good music 
for the bacteria. They react on energies. The soil-based bacteria that I was talking about, they are actually not eating anything. Like you can control your hunger. They can control their hunger because they have no hunger. They live out of energy. They live out of sunlight. They live out of heat and they live out of radiation. So, and, and they are what I say, the babysitter, the teachers of the other bacteria. All other bacterias, they need to have food, sugar, prebiotics that you were talking about. They need the prebiotics to sustain. They need to eat something in the end. Otherwise, they will convert themselves to seeds of bacterias if they have nothing to eat. But those really intelligent bacterias that helps everything on the planet with balance and stuff like that, they live out of sunlight. They live out of heat or radiation. I, I, I love what or, you are saying about sunlight because, because one of the reasons why the people don't don't uh, don't feel healthy is because they are under artificial lights. There have been a lot of studies where uh, where they show that uh, even uh, school children's uh, production uh, decreased when they had these new, not flickering neon lights, but new LED lights. And now it's proved that the LED, doesn't matter what kind of uh, uh, version uh, it's measured in Kelvin, you choose, if it is not under 2000 Kelvin, it, it, they are not because they are produced to 2400 and beyond, uh, that hmm. it is uh, killing your brain. So these days I realized when I went to uh, a big supermarket, then I, I, I couldn't think. Like, like, like my brain was off. And uh, hmm. it also happens when I'm around uh, a radiating thing or with even a Wi-Fi. We don't have Wi-Fi at home. We have only land cable, you know, cables and so on, because that's hmm. the room where that's we nice. sleep. There is no electricity, just a light bulb, nothing, uh, you know, in the walls. Uh, we don't live in Faraday cage. I can't make it here right now. But uh, the, the point is that uh, I do feel... You mentioned the stomach, and I, I had a student who who was working for an IT company, and when she went uh, into the server room, she couldn't step more because the pain in her stomach was so much she couldn't she couldn't enter the room, and uh, and these are signs we can get accustomed, we can get rid of the sensations because uh, look. Uh, uh, even if it is too hot water or too cold water, we can get used to to some extent, and then we, we, we will be hurt. Absolutely. If it is a bad food, it's yeah. fake food. Then, yeah, it's bad. You don't want to taste it. But after a while, you can overcome. Same with sugar, the fake sugar. There is no problem with the nature, mm. natural sugar, what is produced in that. So when people are saying, oh, you will get sick if you eat a banana or whatever, I always say, or, or, or blueberries. Mm. That's just not right. But if you have these uh, white sugar without any thing you know produced by the maybe that's a problem but who can have honey now hmm. in, in in england there is no honey what is real honey everything is sugar made honey uh, you know there was yeah. a scandal and uh, you mentioned ukraine whatever comes from ukraine that's a fake food already because they don't have that um, quality or standard to to prevent people to alter their food i don't know for some gains it's for me very difficult to understand why not to give real food to real people, less consumption, less burden for the nature, for the earth, might be a little bit more expensive, but you don't have to eat that much. And still, healthy food, healthy supplements are still less expensive than medical care when you are old. And all these mm. things when we are talking about this, it just came back to my soul that 
Look, uh, chronic illnesses are told that basically uh, a certain, the root cause of them are, are some kind of deprivation in the body. Something is missing in the body. Some doctors now say that even cancer is basically your body does not have enough from something and it is, uh, it is the sickness of, of emptiness. Something is lacking in your body. And I can tell you from mm. first-hand experiences, I had to change my life and um, I beat it the odds what the doctors told me twice. So, uh, yeah. so I don't know. So, so do you think that real food, uh, real supplements, these probiotics, what I think uh, you, you, uh, you are coming uh, with um, for the word from video pro bioform uh, that uh, it, I think it is mostly given to people who are living in urbanized areas who can't have access to real gardens, yes? And this can help mm-hmm. them to think more clearly and uh, maybe to get a little bit healthier. And then if they are healthier, maybe they are less inclined to uh, push down their feelings with booze and binge-watching things, and they might be able to think for mm. themselves and may be able to have better choices in life and may be able to vote with their wallet not to, uh, not to buy from uh, fake food companies and, and so on. And then... Because this is only saying that if you if you don't play the game of the system, the system will have to change. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and well, the, so, the system so is the f- question filling is us with. Uh, with a... Yeah. Yeah. Please go. Please go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so. Uh, good to know. Uh, you talk a lot about health and stuff like that. Uh, you mentioned cancer and so before we're we're having a extreme amount of uh, you can say chemical compounds in all our food and around us that we that we eat and and of course it ends up in the digestive tract and enters our body it affects our liver our kidneys uh, all things that leaks out from a non-healthy gut that is leaky gut has to be taken care of oh. our big organs that filter yeah and in the nature, I mean, we can now in laboratory create petrol out of oil, for example. It's quite toxic. If you pour out one liter of petrol on your lawn, it will be a big dead piece there and all grass will die. If you would have put your yes. toothpaste, you can mix toothpaste with water and put it. It will also kill the grass. If you put like half a deciliter of toothpaste really? of Colgate into an aquarium, all fishes will die. Or all those things that you have. Oh my gosh, that's shocking. So what I want to say is that we're we're eating a lot of chemical compounds that is impossible to eat in a natural life. That some some chemical compounds we we have always had. Like if you burn some uh, uh, potato and it's black, there is some bad chemicals in it that has been created by us, the heat. That needs to be taken care of the microbiome by the bacteria. And... I told you about those bacteria. That was the babysitting bacteria. That probiform is actually packed with that kind of bacteria, soil-based organism that we're missing the most. They are the one that makes all carbon chain on this planet. 
So when a plant is created, mm. every carbon chain is made and it's carbon dioxide that is woven into a pattern by bacteria with the help of the sun, with the sunlight that builds all the thing. And then we can extract things and make alcohol that is that nature cannot do. It cannot make 40% alcohol or you can make uh, triclosan or glyphosate, which is very toxic for our body. It's like I can take an yeah. easy example to explain it. If I take iron and I make a sword, then I can go around with that sword and kill people. But if I take iron and make a, a, something nice to decorate and I come to you and point it in your direction, it's a gift. It's the same iron, it's just two different shapes. So the shape of toxic yes. things is the same carbon chain and it's built by bacteria and it's modified by us. It enters our digestive tract mm. And if there is enough bacteria to break it down, you talked about microplastic before. We all know that if you have a field filled with microplastic and, and glyphosate, after five years of resting, it's gone. Because the soil-based bacteria, they have had time to break down the carbon chain because they can build really? up carbon Really? five chain, years they and they're gone? Sort of. They have consumed. Depends on how many of those bacteria that is actually there. That's why it goes faster in the tropical regions. In Brazil, it takes three years. But on Iceland, it takes 10 years. And in Germany, it takes seven years. So it has how to do come with the temperature. Nobody is talking about this. Everybody says, oh, we need to have new inventions. We have to curb this and that uh, because we have to limit this and that because the microplastic is killing. And now you're saying it's naturally can be taken care of. We talked about it before to control a population. You control their food. To control their food, you kill the soil, you kill the bacteria, and you need to make artificial food out of artificial fertilizer and pesticides. So you kill the bacteria and then you control the food by chemicals. That's why the big chemical companies, if they stop now, of course, half the population of the planet will starve to death since we do most of our food for the at least big part of the world with chemicals now. And that is without the bacteria. If we would have gone back to take care of our whatever comes out from us when we go to the toilet and clean it instead of flushing out and killing the seas and the lakes, then we would never ever have needed to buy any artificial fertilizer. You think about it. I mean, if you eat a kilo of carrots, out from you comes enough fertilizer to create another one and a half kilo of carrots. So it always gives extra. Yeah, yeah, I, I the bacteria Some people will it. say... Some people will say for this that, okay, but what if you have sickness and that uh, you will spread sickness because the Middle Age spread sickness with that? Yeah, and you have medicines in, uh, and everything in your pee and in your poop. That is also carbon chains. So we come back to the thing that the carb, that it needs to detox. The soil will detox. If the humans left the, leave so, the planet so, so now, yeah, saying that it we will need take a, a few years and it will detox. So and we need a transitional uh, period. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so that's uh, why let, me, let, let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this one. So uh, you have uh, at the ProBioform, you have, for example, this product, yeah, this series of products. And uh, there are others on the earth too. So if these kind of products are given to the city people and uh, city people decide, all right, so let's figure out how Johan and friends are doing uh, this farming and maybe we can have a, a work 
you know, from the countryside. We might not need to commute to go paper pushing and maybe we can do through the internet or whatever, you know, so. And uh, the, in, in, there is a transition period of 5, 10, 20 years uh, and people are consuming mm. probiotics, let's say, and uh, more and more real food. And, and they say, okay, we don't want to live in a toxic environment like in London and, and so on. Then do you think that would be a way for humanity to coexist in a much healthier way? Or uh, that would be also a path towards doom? No, I, I think it will be a I think there is a really possible and nice way for humans to live on this planet. At the moment, we're more like visiting the planet as a camping, as a camping site. And then we just make it dirty and then, oh, what did we do here? We're not really feel that we're fitting in. But but I think we can. And I think at the moment, uh, we have gone from 75% of the people creating food for 100% of the people. 150 years ago to 1% creates for the other 99% or the 100%. Yeah. So we're not, we're not in contact with cre- creating our food anymore. It has been to people that just make, make, make one single crop. They do 300 hectares of wheat and they have never ever grown a carrot. So the farmer also is not a farmer anymore. It's a producer of one single thing. Uh, they have no clue how to do potatoes if they do wheat. And if they do potatoes, they have no clue how to do rye. Uh, I think we have to come back to uh, some kind of but, but, uh, environmental thing and in the society that more people creates food and is a part of that. Would, and, would, and would the, be enough if, land for people to move to the countryside? There is actually, there is absolutely enough land for we can be 15 billion people on the planet and it's enough. It's just that we're, we're not using it in, in a nice way. I think if we take uh, every citizen on the planet, we fit in in Argentina with an organic garden for each and everyone. Really? You can, you can, you can count on it, yes. There is space. I just saw the number today. It was in the news in Sweden. First time we dropped under 3 million hectares of land uh, to farm on. So we're, 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 we're farming on less and less in Sweden. And we're 40 million hectares of land. So 37 million hectares is not used in our country. We could use easily 10 millions of hectares. Uh, every person in Sweden can have 4 hectares of land. But in Netherlands... Every person can have 2,300 square meters, a quarter of a hectare. They are still the only country in Europe that has been, until now at least, before those new things, new policies for the farmers, self-sustainable on food. So on just 2,300 square meters per person, they have been self-sustainable. In Sweden, we have 40,000 square meters per person, and we are not sustainable. It's how we use the land. And if we use the land in balance with the nature, it's absolutely no problem. We're not overpopulated. We can be overpopulated by being half a billion on this planet if if we're really stupid. But if we're really smart, we can easily live 10 billions on the planet. That's very amazing and hopeful. For, for, for your family, it's far enough with a hectare of land. You can live like a king on a hectare. Yes, so, I do so have experience have with that. 40 million people with guard, big gardens in Sweden, and we're, we're just 10 millions. 
mm. on our land. That's that's amazing, uh, and this is. I mean, I love this because this is a practical hope, practical solution, and it, mm. the only difference is to say that there are a bunch of people, thousand, maybe ten thousand people on Earth out of the eight point four billion, that who are who are completely controlling the rest of the humanity. They're controlling uh, the yeah. the agendas and so on. If they are, if we are not listening to them, we could find this. What you are saying, a good solution. We might even say hey i lived in the tropical thing in this land for a couple of years now i want to try sweden is there anybody who wants to uh change land with me for a while so even that could be mm. fixed and uh, i know for a fact Absolutely. that even if you have a thousand thousand square meters uh, at home you can feed a family of four for good with potatoes onions uh mm-hmm. we did have uh, yeah. back then And I grew up. My my grandmother had way smaller patch of land, but it was way more than enough for the animals and and and, and so on. And mm. yes, of course, there are things because there are things that, for example, for wheat or whatever. But uh, it it can be a good trade that uh, you, you produce more wheat and 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 so on. Yeah, it's 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 amazing, and I I love that you you have uh, ideas to have solutions practical solutions what uh, the 21st century man can can absolutely apply um one question now uh, before the official part ends is that how can people uh, find a better solution for their body where can they get this probioform and uh, how they can uh, Uh, start to introduce to their life. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to try out a probiotic that has both soy-based organism, wild yeast, and lactobacteria, normal probiotic bacteria that is never freeze-dried, it's fresh. Uh, we don't believe in first almost kill the bacteria and then sell them. Uh, also, when you freeze-dried, most of the probiotic today is sold as white pills coated and capsuled because they are freeze-dried. You grow up some bacteria, you freeze-dry them and they become alkaline. They don't fit into the stomach acid, so you need to coat them. And That is how it has been. That's why we have this big package of two liter of fresh raw organic probiotic that has all three different things that a real probiotic should have. Those that I've been talking about quite many times, the parents, the soil-based organisms that creates the balance, the wild yeast to create enzymes and vitamins in your microbiome, and the lactobacteria to do the work that, that probiotic bacteria does in your body. That uh, you find in you as you find it on Amazon and on probioform.com. Uh, in Europe, uh, uh, we have probioform.de.se.no. So you find it on, on the internet and there is... From Germany, we 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 reach uh, uh, big parts of Europe, and in US, we reach every little uh, corner. If it's purchased on that's, our that's amazing. Our how how long does it usually take for for somebody to experience the difference? Uh, it can take from uh, half a second to uh, three weeks. This has been the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show. 